Hey, Carly. Yeah. What is worse than a thousand babies nailed to a tree? Gee, I don't know. What's worse? One baby nailed to a thousand trees. Hey! episode of netflix and chill has been released and it seems like people liked it so we came back for episode two i am jp i'm carly and we're back chilling on the couch for netflix and chill episode two we're covering shelly from 2016 it is a denmark and sweden 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 co-production yeah and the tagline is inside and evil grows. True. True. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> uh, before Not we wrong. before we get into the actual uh, film that we're going to be discussing, uh, we did do something pretty cool tonight. Carly, what did we do? We went to the movies and we got to see the thing in theaters. Not just the thing, but John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah, so uh, The Thing is a personal favorite of mine, probably in my top five horror films of all time, and you, uh, this is the second time you've seen John Carpenter's The Thing? Well, let's not get carried away here. Uh, a while back, I told Carly to watch The Thing, she bought it, she told me she watched it, and then I asked her about it, and uh, I it seemed like she had no idea what I was talking about, so... Um, Care to confess? Uh, I was watching it on like an old shitty TV in my living room, and that's when I still lived at home, and my mom kept walking in, and I just wasn't really paying attention, but in my head I thought, oh, I got the gist of it. As it turns out, I had no idea what that movie was about until tonight. And so. you thought it was what? It was awesome. Exactly. John Carpenter's thing is a classic. I gotta tell you guys... Uh, we, me and the 22 Shots guys, had always been asked, you know, questions on the show. And one of the questions we got a while back was, what classic horror film would you love to see either in a drive-in or a theater? And the thing was always near the top of my list. Uh, it's very cool to say that I now knocked one off of the list. Another one off of the list. I've been doing this like crazy lately. It's really, really cool. It really is such a different experience to see a film that you love uh, that is not new. You know, that's an older film, a classic. To see it in the cinema, in the theater, it's it's just it's just a truly awesome experience. And I had a blast watching it. And it, it goes by so fast. I just I just love that movie to death. And you know, even to this day, I mentioned this after we watched it, that film, when I watch it, I still don't know who the thing is, when they're the thing. It's it's just brilliantly written. Uh, the script is, you know, airtight, and it's just, it's just an awesome experience. Did you finally see the greatness that I was talking about? Yes, and it was cool seeing it in theaters because, you know, it was almost like seeing a new movie to me, like... 
old to you, new to me type experience. And the the effects looked amazing on the big screen. They were like gross. And yeah, I just loved it. I give yeah. it a 10 out of 10, actually. Yeah, I give it a 10 out of 10 as well. And it, it, it really does hold up. And to see it on this gigantic screen, guys... I'll tell you, man, it was just, it was so cool. So I have a couple more films on that list that I want to get knocked off, but every time I knock one off, I'll probably add a film to that list. You know, it it probably started out with stuff like Phantasm, and I've seen Phantasm now, and I've seen Halloween. Uh, I still need to see Texas Chainsaw on the big screen, but there's, there's a few that have definitely been knocked off, and uh, I still need uh, Texas Chainsaw is probably the the biggest one that I want to see. I would love to see that too. Yeah, so uh, there is a you know possibility with the classic movie nights at this theater that we go to. They do it every Wednesday. Uh, it's not horror only. Um, next week, get this, guys. They're doing Resident Evil. Yeah, Resident Evil for classic horror night. The guy hosting movie night. The guy hosting was even like, yeah, people were kind of pissed that we considered this a classic, but I didn't pick the list, so. Yeah, two weeks ago, it was Underworld. Underworld, guys. Underworld. And he's like, yeah, we didn't have really a good turnout for Underworld, so. Like, the thing, (laughs) Underworld, like, what do you expect? Like, I know Kate Beckinsale, isn't that who is in Underworld? She's, you know, hot and stuff, but I mean, come on. Like, you're, and you got Mila Jojovic and Michelle Rodriguez and Resident Evil, but, but at the end of the day, like, those films are not even close to being classics yet, and probably ever, considering they're not really they're not even, highly yeah. regarded as good not that movies. respected, really. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it, it's weird with the classic movie night thing. Um, we've now seen three there. We've seen The Shining, oh, Psycho, yeah. Psycho, and The Thing, which is really neat. I, I, you know, obviously in October they do a lot of horror films, um, four weeks of horror films, but they, 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 we just kind of got lucky and they did a horror film here in the middle of January. But I'll keep an eye on it because anytime they do a horror film, I'm gonna try to go. Not, well, not any horror film. Yeah, like, not. No. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Don't we don't want to spoil it by just seeing any piece of shit there yeah. but <laughs> uh yeah it, it's a cool thing and then we got that other drive-in uh that other place that we go it's a drive-in that does it uh, a big show every uh april and september their april show is always much better than their their september show um but last year we saw uh lost boys monster squad near dark and fright night fright night i keep yeah. forgetting that one too yeah um, which is weird because Monster Squad was like the least enjoyable. Even though I, I like Monster Squad, it's just it didn't fit with the other three really. They should have had Vamp there instead. Um, but you know, obviously, eighties vampire theme. Um, but yeah, so we saw we saw the thing, really cool. Just wanted to let you guys know that because I was pretty excited about that. That was a pretty cool thing that we did today. Um, but before that, we actually we, we went out and ate at a place called Burgatory. And dude, I was so sick feeling from this milkshake that I got. I don't really ever. Dr- I, I can't even tell you the last time I had a milkshake. Yeah, I don't even like like milkshakes really. <laughs> I just wanted to get one just to be cool because that's that what you place get there. Is, yeah, that place yeah. is kind of known for. Even though it's called Burgatory, they're kind of known for their milkshakes as well. Um, it just it just killed me, man. I was just like dead feeling and i ate like it's almost like poutine 
you guys from Canada might know that what that is, but it's like gravy fries with like cheese and stuff. And I I ate like not even half of them. Yeah, and I was so sick feeling. So uh, <laughs> you know that, that was quite an experience. It, it almost it, it, I didn't let it ruin John Carpenter's the thing, but you know. Uh, so this is episode two, like I said, so we are actually going to move forward with this show. It will be a bi-weekly podcast as of right now, and it will be uh, focusing on Netflix reviews, but I am not going to completely limit it to only Netflix. Uh, we'll also cover things on Hulu and uh, Shudder and, and other uh, streaming services. Uh, there's there's plenty out there. There's tons of them out there. Full Moon streaming. Uh, there's, uh, I mean, there, there's even more than that. I can't really think of them offhand, but they're definitely out there. I think like there's one called like Scream something or something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't even so, know them all. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, that that's something. Even though the show is called Netflix and Chill, like we're not going to call it Netflix and Hulu and Shutter and Chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> comma, comma, comma. <laughs> so uh, it's called Netflix and Chill. Netflix is definitely the most popular streaming service, but uh, Amazon Prime, Hulu, stuff like that. If there's anything on there, we'll we'll. Uh, you know, potentially cover that. And, you know, I want to thank everybody who gave us sort of feedback on the first episode. Uh, that was very kind of you, Jason Lloyd. Thank you for hosting the show and, uh, pushing it on the, on the top 10. Um, that was very nice of you as well. Thank you for the kind words saying, you know, you think we have good chemistry and stuff like that. It motivates me to keep doing it because I've never done anything like this before. Yeah. And you were so, quite, yeah, thank you. You were quite nervous on your, uh, first go but well you settled into it pretty fine so uh you'll get better as it goes um you were kind of messing with me a little bit about 22 shots and how you thought that <laughs> you you're kind of hating a little bit on the early episodes which yeah. yeah they they definitely definitely you're not the greatest and i tell people that anytime they're like oh i just started listening to you i'm gonna go back through the back catalog and i'm like i ah, just you know <laughs> don't lose the respect <laughs> yeah don't lose the respect for us you know we get better it's it might be it a wasn't terrible it was just like the way like you could hear background noise and all it that. was just unprofessional that was, yeah it, was it wasn't like, like it was just a bunch of guys goofing around yeah more, like yeah but yeah. you know it, it got it got better as time went on and yeah so th thanks everybody i mean if you guys have any suggestions any uh sort of um you know ideas or anything like that just drop a comment hit me up you guys know where to find me and uh, I'll pass the message along to her and, and you know, we'll discuss it. Um, but we, please keep giving us feedback because that's very important to me as always with any show that I do. And um, it's even more important for somebody who's new at podcasting to, to hear the criticism and sort of um, different, different ideas and, and things like that that, uh, you know, will, will help her out and, and continue yeah. for us both to get better. Um, so... The film that we picked tonight, actually, this is how we're doing this, is uh, we're going back and forth. Uh, so I picked the first one, which was Baskin, and she picked tonight's film, which is Shelley. Um, one more thing before we get into Shelley, though. Uh, if there, I know that this is primarily an audience that will be like Americans, because uh, Netflix works different in different territories so like the movies that we have australians might not have them and, and vice versa 
and that goes for all the territories. So um, I actually toyed around with a little bit of ideas on um, maybe how to incorporate a little bit uh, more to help sort of the, you know, like foreign people to us. And um, if anybody out there is listening from Australia or the United Kingdom or France, I don't even know if you have Netflix in France, <laughs> you know, or Canada or anything, and you know that you have a, a different movie or something like that, um, I would be very interested in potentially uh, playing audio clips of reviews um, from other territories as well. Uh, so if anybody, you know, wants to be like a sort of unofficial, you know, third member of this, yeah. they, I, I would surely, you know, uh, be be open to either, you know, hopping on Skype with you and, and recording a little segment for, for an episode or, you know, do you just send in an audio clip, uh, you know, reviewing a film or something like that. I think that would kind of uh, make the show a little bit more, um, I don't know what the word would be, just it, it would have a further reach. Uh, at the end of the day, we are just re- reviewing movies that anybody can see, but, you know, uh, it's kind of a... Make it fair. Yeah, it's it's the concept is the shit that's on Netflix, but at the end of the day, it's a movie review. It doesn't matter, you know, it'd be no different if we were just doing DVDs or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's still a movie review. It wouldn't really change the show that much. Uh, so that's something that I want to throw out there if anybody can, you know is interested just hit me up if not that's cool too uh and yeah i don't think there was anything else was there anything else that i wanted to say you wouldn't know because you're not in my head but (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) um yeah so uh with that said uh, i guess we'll get into shelly um there there was one film that uh just popped up on netflix it was actually sinister and I, i almost sort of stole your pick and was like let's just do sinister instead but we kind of thought that what well, we might do sort of m- modern film like not, uh, sinister is modern but like like as new as possible movies yeah, like, and sinister uh, sinister is like more known to people too yeah like, these it would definitely be brand is. new and not everyone watches these so yeah but so i'm not guaranteeing you that we only do uh new stuff but uh you know, I think the primary focus is going to be on some of the newer things, uh, even though I really like Sinister. And I, th- I think that Sinister would have been a good film to cover on this. Um, we decided not to do it. So uh, your pick, Shelley, uh, from 2016, uh, is a film that I, I heard a little bit of a buzz about in, in sort of the uh, end of the year list and stuff like that. But um, did you know anything about it before we watched it? You just... No, I kind of just was looking through Netflix, and I saw, like, Shelly, and I usually like movies where the title is, like, a girl's name, it seems like. Like, like May. Like, May, Grace, Carrie, Alice Kills, all those, I think, are great, because they always turn out being, like, weird and, like, original and something you wouldn't expect, so I thought, oh, this might be cool. Did you know the original title for Alice Kills was just Alice? Yeah, I think I think you said that before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so that's pretty. So it's kind of yeah, same deal. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, we try to go into movies blind. At least I do. So I didn't even read the synopsis to this one. I just looked at the movie poster, and the first thing that I thought was Rosemary's Baby. Me too. That's another reason because I love Rosemary's Baby. 
So I thought it might be along the lines of that. And I also think like films involving babies and pregnancies and anything like that are just like going to be gross or weird. So yeah, I agree. I I'm, I you know that's kind of how I sold Grace to you. I just said yeah, that it's yeah. like it's just an uncomfortable feeling. I get really uncomfortable with like babies and pregnancies and 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 that type of stuff in horror films. So um, I did I did find the cover uh, poster cover art very interesting and and intriguing. So I was kind of down with this one when she picked it. Um, but anyway, let's get into the synopsis. Uh, Luis and Casper, a Danish couple, live in an isolated villa in the middle of the forest away from modern life, technology, and even electricity. Luisa's biggest dream is to become a mother, but she is unable to have children. She finally decides out of desperation to steal a pact with her Romanian maid. To seal a pact with her Romanian seal maid. Seal a pact? I was like, what? <laughs> Elena. Elena accepts to bear Louise's child as a surrogate mother in exchange for a large amount of money. Uh, I'm actually going to leave the plot off there because I don't think yeah, you really like need to... Yeah, that's like a huge... Yeah, that, compared to last, like, when we did Baskin, it was just like one <laughs> sentence worth... Yeah, so this is... um. This is that. That's the IMDb description, which we wouldn't we will normally do. There was actually two, and I went with the longer one. Probably gonna mostly go with the shorter one, just because one. I'm, I'm actually. I don't know if you guys noticed. You probably did. I'm terrible at reading things, so maybe you <laughs> should do that. Uh, no, 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 no. no I'll choke. <laughs> <laughs> you will choke. You're a choke artist. Um, <laughs> so continuing here, guys. Um, my first impressions of this film. Uh, it opens up with a, like, nice, beautiful shot of, like, a lake and stuff, you know? This Danish, like, Copenhagen, I believe it was mm. filmed in, uh, you know, landscape. Um, and then instantly, like, right after that, it almost seemed like the quality of, like, the film, like, the camera changed. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was cl- really good, beautiful shots. And then, like, when they get to the actual people, it seems... I don't know how to explain what, it. What but. I would say it is is um, color correction. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, the color correction isn't that of what we normally see in movies. You know, like there's a standard look to movies. It doesn't look like real life, right? It has like a like darker, like brighter, like you know, colors. And it just, it just yeah. looks different. And that's, you know, that's done on purpose. Um, and some films decide not to go as movie look, um, with their color correction. So I, I, th- I think that's what it is. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know the technical terms <laughs> for these things. Yeah. So, uh, you'll, you'll get to learn that stuff a little, a little bit more, but, uh, we have this, uh, girl, do you know her name? Elena? Elena. The, yeah. yeah. Her name is Elena, and she is uh, with Casper, uh, the husband. And I get, she's hired it as a maid, and basically they they get to the house, and she's like, oh, I need to plug my phone in. It, it's about to die. And they're like, oh, we don't have electricity or, like, a TV or, like, running water or, like, anything. And they're like, oh, but we have, like... A telephone, so you can just use it and you'll be fine. And I'm thinking, like, no, this girl wants to check her Facebook. <laughs> like, that's not the problem here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, it's definitely, um, I guess, more hard for 
people to I, I, like the people that would be watching this now are probably like Jesus Christ, you yeah. Know? But like, sucks. <laughs> like I remember being a, a kid sometimes, and like I remember. Um, like the cable would get shut off or something like that. And it just was like, there was no internet back then. And I was just like, huh, (laughs) this is odd. (laughs) I know. But like, this this is a whole nother extreme here. Um, you know, they, they're basically try to grow their own food. They have chickens. Uh, they have a vegetable garden and stuff. So she's kind of just doing a lot of work. And I don't know. Did you get a sense that? Uh, Luis, there was something wrong with her because there was that scene where she had to put uh, Elena uh, had to help her with socks. Yeah, yeah, she seemed really like off in the beginning. Was I I was I was just kind of thinking maybe like at first I thought maybe she had like cancer or something like that. But um, as the movie goes on, she seems like she's kind of normal after after a little while. So I was thinking that maybe. because she does mention that she lost a baby. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking maybe she was, like, sore from that or, like, oh, that yeah, happened very even... recently is what I was thinking. Yeah, because I was kind of She did have surgery, so maybe she was, like, kind of weak from that or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I, I was, like, at first I just didn't understand what they, like, why she was like that. But um, I'm just put that's just my guess because they don't really spe- specifically say. So... Essentially, you know, they, they're they this very old school couple and not like old as in like old people, but like just traditional, like they, they just don't want to... De- they want the simple life. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like they're like overly religious or anything like that. They're just like, don't give a fuck about society and like brain rotting TV. And they're, and they're not mean either about it. They're not like forceful of their ways, which I thought that's where the film was going to go at first. Yeah, yeah. But, but it didn't. Um, actually, this whole time I thought this film was gonna go a very, very cliched and like normal way, and it kind of didn't. Nah, yeah, I kept imagining it going in different directions. Like, I kept making up my own plot. I was like, oh, this is gonna happen next, but then it never happens. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, unconventional in its, you know, storytelling and, and whatnot, but, um, so after we see this, you know them them kind of bond a little bit and she's like settling in we we get a little bit of backstory on her um she has a son i believe yeah and we we find out we find out that she had a bad relationship with the father he kind of just bailed on her when she got pregnant and stuff like that uh and we learned that the uh casper and what was her name Louise. Louise want, want want a baby of their own. She can't have a baby. Her like uterus womb got shit. taken her out womb, or something. Her womb got something taken something horrible. Out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, she asks Elena to be a surrogate, and she thinks about it for a little bit. And eventually, agrees, and bad things start happening. She's starting to have weird dreams, and she's. Uh, you know, got sores and bruises and scratches on her, and you know, it, it's it's that's kind of you can't really say much without going into spoilers yeah. after that. And we, we are a spoiler free show, so uh, we can't really go into details. Uh, I guess we can get into our like thoughts on the film. And the first thing that I'll say is that. 
It takes a while to get going. Definitely. Especially when you're exhausted. <laughs> yeah, we were both extremely tired. And it was just like a slog. Like, I was kind of interested in what was going on. Because I was just like, I kept expecting it to go like a certain way. I was like, mm. and there's even a point where I asked you, I was like, this is a horror film, right? Yeah. <laughs> because, You're like, my question is, is this horror? Because <laughs> there was uh, there was no signs of horror, you know, other than just the setup of like, oh, this is kind of a creepy setup, like out in the middle of nowhere, no phone, no, well, there's a phone, but no electricity and, and things like that. Um, creepy weird couple who don't believe in television, <laughs> you know, uh, but it, you know, it takes a while to get going. And, um, the first little bit of horror is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a creepy scene, you know, it's a little dark and stuff. I like things like that. Um, anything doing with like dead children, I'm down. I've always, of I've, course. Al- <laughs> I've always said that there needs to be more kid deaths and things like that in, in movies. So, um, you know, I'm down with that. Uh, one, one other, you know, thing besides it, it taking long to get going is, um, Casper and what's her name? Louise. Louise. <laughs> I swear I didn't know her name at all throughout the whole movie actually. So it's okay. Like Casper was easy cause we just kept laughing that his name was Casper yeah. and it's like with a K. Casper, um, the, I feel like one of the biggest problems is that neither of those characters have very strong character development. Yeah, we yeah. we especially Casper. Like, oh yeah, he like literally like disappears sometimes, and I'm like, like, and just you, there's not much to know about. Yeah, him. it like, really is more like Louise and Elena. Like doing stuff together, you don't really see much of the husband. Yeah, it's it's kind of just weird because he does become more of a uh, key component in the third act. So so it is weird that we don't really get to develop him much. Um, there there was also another scene. It seems like that these like there's certain characters that just come out of nowhere and they they're not like properly introduced. Yeah. <laughs> um and I just think it's a slight little tad bit of sloppy filmmaking there where it's just like you have to establish these characters the audience gets confused if you don't if you don't at least like make it somewhat easier to to figure out like there was a scene where they were there was a group of people a group like there's oh, like yeah, three yeah. people the entire it just movie cuts to the scene and then there's a group of people at the ki- dinner table and there's like a little kid who to me looked like her little son because he she yeah, was looking was... at pictures and he had blonde hair and I'm like wait is that her son but then like they didn't react like it was her son so it was like what <laughs> like um so I, I will say a little bit of sloppiness mm-hmm. there. And also, like, to backtrack, like, I don't know if I wasn't, pe- if I was just tired, but, like, I could have sworn the thing was she said something like she can't see her family because she doesn't have the money. And that's, like, the point of her working there. Like, that Was she, it? I don't yeah, even remember she was, that. Like, that's the problem with this movie. I feel like there's, it drags on and then it gives you questions but you have no idea what's going on sometimes, and they're not answering these questions because when she asks her to be the surrogate, like, she's saying, like, oh, it'll take me, like, two to three years to get the money to, like, get back to my son and parents or something. 
And then she's like, oh, well, you can just, if you hold the baby for nine months, we'll give you the money. And yeah, I, I did hear that. I yeah, that. I don't know. I was just confused because she keeps, yeah, she, and she keeps calling her family and then that's kind of like the end of it then. Like yeah. she, it's not that much. Yeah, I mean, I would even like a little more backstory on her. Like, yeah. why is she here? How did she get this job? How did she get there? Like, that's what I did not understand. Well, the, the, I think Casper went and picked her up. I know, but from where? Like, was she, is she just in, like, another country or something? Yeah, because... She the, just got a job there? I'm pretty sure they speak, like, six different languages yeah. in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of bizarre how that, that whole thing plays out. And uh, another question that I was thinking the whole time is is where the hell are they getting this money? Yeah. Did, I yeah. Don't, did they say anything about their past life, like why they decided to do this? Like were they wealthy business people? They saved up money and then they no, decided they, to live off the land? No, they didn't. They're just living. It looks like they're literally just living in the middle of nowhere and not making an income at all. They're just like being simple people yeah i I, I didn't understand how they would pay her that was kind of bugging me because um that feels like something that you know it you you never want those type of questions in your film because then what you have is the audience thinking about these silly questions that could have been explained away when they should be thinking about or being invested in the characters in the film and it's got me worried that i'm not like paying attention or i'm missing something too like i can't tell if it's my fault or the film itself the, I, to be fair there were some spotty parts with you know thick accents so if you're not super oh, yeah super Definitely. up on your swedish accent or whatever <laughs> yeah i mean you might miss some things but i, I think that i did a fairly well job at uh paying attention i just hiccup by the way <laughs> good to know uh so yeah i think that there was just you know sort of um a uh disconnect with some of the some of the you know writing you know i, I think they just sort of uh yeah dropped the ball a little bit in certain sections yeah because i was definitely paying attention even though i was exhausted i was mm-hmm. watching the movie and trying to take it all in I was just really confused at some moments. Uh, I will give, I will say that, um, once you get past, I would say the hour mark. Yeah. It does sort of pick it up a little bit and it makes it sort of, uh, a, li- a little bit more interesting and, and bigger things happen. And honestly, there was a couple scenes that really saved this movie for me from, from being sort of a, a disappointment. Um, I'm not going to reveal what my, you know, final thoughts are ratings right now, but I will say that I was kind of low on this film, uh, until I seen a couple of scenes that I just, I, I just haven't seen anything like that before. So, um, there's definitely some dark and uncomfortable moments with the pregnancy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say there was one missed opportunity where, um, I, it has to do with, the the girl who is pregnant and um sort of the uh the means in which she's dealing with this <laughs> it's so yeah. it's so hard not to spoil it <laughs> so hard not to spoil it um uh. but the scene that I'm talking about in particular did not need to be shown like in terms of special effects it just needed to be 
shown a little bit more. Like, yeah, sort was... of the beginning process of it. Like, you don't actually have to show anything, but, like... You can't cut away completely, though. Yeah, and then go back to it. I thought that was a huge missed opportunity. And uh, I thought that was just... Especially when I see the scene that they did later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there, you know, actually a little warning, guys. Uh, this is probably not a movie to watch with the kids. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> um, there's there's actually full, full downstairs shots, you know, straight vagina. Yeah, that was something I've never seen before, I don't think. In a a movie. vagina? No, 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 no. I got, I got one oh, of those. Oh, so you've seen plenty of vaginas. No, 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 no. You know what? No, you could just talk. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was, um, there was, there was like, you know, and it's not just like what the, what the kids would call muff. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like straight, like, like you can see vagina lips. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was so, like it just felt like porn, basically. Yeah, it felt like penetration. Like I'm, yeah. I'm almost like I'm. I felt that. Yeah. Me. Like I was like disturbed. <laughs> Which uh, I give that scene an A plus because that's mm-hmm. just something I haven't seen before in in a film like this. So that was pretty interesting. Um, and then there was a couple more uncomfortable, like cringy scenes. Like uh, Casper has a scene where. Um, He's doing something that, that sort of is just like, whoa, like that's that's pretty hardcore, yeah. man. Uh, so, so, so there are a lot of great scenes like towards the end. Um, the film does kind of just end, though, and I'm usually cool with those type of endings, but I, I just felt like this one, it wasn't... I felt like it was like a really slow build-up to this like final act, and then in the final act, they tried to cram in all this... Like, all the creepy stuff, kind of. Yeah, and one of the things is that it wasn't a... Like, the build, the long build that you just spoke of, wasn't what it should have been when you have a long build. Which yeah, is character yeah. development intention. I don't know, it's weird. It feels... It does feel like a drama, kind of, more than a horror movie. Because, like you said, you were like, I wonder if this is a horror movie... And throughout the movie, I was kind of thinking, like, is this supposed to be, like, an actual horror movie? Or is it just a movie with some creepy moments in it? I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel you on that. It, it you know, it that's, that's what, at the end of the day, what it was. It was moments. Like, I didn't feel like, I feel like this film's intentions was to build tension. Yeah. Like, to build, like, paranoia and... To like sort of, uh, you know, have this sort of shock value type stuff at the end after you built up this strong sense of tension and dread. But I feel like the long time that they spend attempting to build tension and dread actually doesn't build tension and dread. And I think that's the biggest flaw in this film. Uh, it just it just doesn't work on all cylinders you know it's not yeah. firing on all cylinders it sort of just has um a lot of great moments in it uh, i wouldn't say a lot of great moments but but definitely a handful of of really cool moments and 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 those moments alone definitely significantly bump my rating from where i initially was um just because I, I just thought it was interesting what they was doing in the later half of the film like i think the later half of the film you know the final 30 minutes mm. is actually a solid solid 30 minutes yeah like they wait, they kind of wasted their time with. They could have cut out some of 
the build-up or just made the build-up better. Like, I feel like they did not utilize their time properly or something. Yeah. Because I was almost... It's almost annoying. Like, you're... You get your hopes up, kind of, thinking, like, oh, this is gonna be, like, a really creepy or good part. And then it's like, oh, no, no, they just dropped the ball again. It kind of... It's like a roller coaster, almost. Yeah, there was a really scary moment uh, at one point, though, <laughs> where... Like, the girl was just kind of standing there, like, in the chicken coop or something. I was she like, looked great. Like, I thought she looked good. Like, she kept looking worse and worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they did, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Because they did really do a good job on making, like, I even commented on it a few times where I was like, she's just all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, it was like, it was like kind of like Rosemary's Baby where she just gets, like, more disgusting and just sickly looking as the movie yeah. goes on yeah definitely um you know i love these type of movies you know the mother type of movies you know like we mentioned rosemary's baby and grace and, yeah and um you know all the all these films that have these sort of mother uh scenes and, and just concepts uh i would like more i would like more of these type of films um, this one is definitely not the best. I'm not going to say, like, this is a perfect double feature with Rosemary's Baby. No, no. Like right? So, but, you know, honestly, like, it, it would probably go pretty well with Grace. Yeah, yeah. Um, Grace is definitely yeah. the better film, uh, but this one is, you know, it, it's, it's not a, it's honestly not a bad watch. It's just, it's just takes a while to get going and it leaves you wanting a little bit more than what they gave us. Yeah, it's well acted and you could tell what they were going for. And yeah, I know, like it was just, like I just kind of felt like bored at some parts, but at the same time I was interested in finishing it. Like I didn't want to turn it off or anything. Now there is some interesting sort of thoughts on what's actually happening to her and why yeah because it's it doesn't it doesn't flat out tell you Mm -hmm. it's sort of um i guess it's left up to the viewer yeah i actually figure it out the whole time i actually don't know like i I was kind of thinking about it and i was you know i was thinking like hmm yeah i guess by the end you really don't necessarily know yeah. What all went down there? It's kind of ambiguous. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if there is like a true answer. Like if the director thought, "Hey, this is this is you know," because I've said this time and time again. Um, I'm fine with ambiguous things as long as the director knows the answer. He doesn't have to tell us. He can yeah. keep that secret to his grave. But I need to at least feel like he has an answer for things. Yeah, I think he does in this case. Hmm. Um. But definitely, definitely kind of an interesting watch. Uh, I, I definitely, I'm glad I watched it, but this wouldn't have made my top 10 of 2016 or anything, you know. I, I think Moods actually said that this one was pretty good, um, but it didn't make his top 10 either. Uh, so, uh, do you kind of have any final thoughts on this one before we go into ratings? Um, I'd say it's a good movie, like it's slow, and don't watch it when you're tired. That's all I like. I th- I feel like it would have been much better if I wasn't exhausted the whole time. Yeah, we were both extremely tired, and I actually, I was even 
like I almost even nodded off at one point. <laughs> I had to, I just sat straight up like out of nowhere, yeah. and then I was like, "Yep, I got to sit up because uh, I am about to fall asleep." Also, I feel like the moments that were creepy like were effective. Like it's a creepy mm-hmm. movie. Like it's not a like jump out and scare you type of movie, but it's got like those weird creepy moments that I feel like I would think about later on and be like, "Oh, that was actually pretty good." Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, do you want to go into ratings? Um, mm-hmm. So this is your film. You rate it first. Ah, uh, I'd say it's a little above average. Okay, now is your average still? No, we had no. I changed up. I know, I know. I did the wrong last time. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with a six out of ten on this one. All right, yeah, that's a very fair rating. Uh, I'm not too much different than you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and come in at a 6.5 out of 10. Whoa. Uh, so just a half point above. Uh, I was really at like a 4 at one point in this movie. I was at a 5 originally, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, and um, there was a few scenes that really significantly bumped up my rating. Uh, one of them was the like just straight up vagina fisting thing that happened so <laughs> I don't want to um, talk about it <laughs> yeah so uh, I hope you guys enjoyed Netflix and chill episode 2 uh, two weeks from now I will be back you will be back with yes. another film we don't know what it is yet maybe Netflix will get some new stuff by then and uh, it'll be my pick so uh, looking forward to it leave us comments questions anything you want to ask us or talk about uh, let us know what you think of Shelly. And uh, I'm JP. I'm Carly. See you next time back on the couch. Baby, I'm for real. I won't pull out if you want to feel. Listen up, all you little cuties. I might call you over for a movie. But all I really want is the booty. Five minutes in, we'll be naked and spooning. Next thing that you know, we in my bedroom. Clothes hit the flow. The head was like, damn. Looking way better than you do on Instagram. We tried to watch Boris go. She said she was bored. Let's hum. I said, bitch, I gotta take a dump. Lit some incense. Then we fuck. I called the renew, but we got six minutes for a quick little noon. So thank you, Netflix, for the marathon of wet dicks. Baby, what's the deal? You wanna watch Netflix and chill? Baby, I'm for real. I won't pull out if you want the pill. Baby, what's the deal? You wanna watch Netflix and chill? Uh-huh.